0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another Radical Compliance podcast. I am your host, Matt Kelly, editor of Radical Compliance, and today we are talking again about the state of the compliance job market. I last did a podcast on the job market in May 2020 when the employment picture still looked rather grim due to the COVID-19 pandemic. I think it's safe to say that the job market has improved quite a bit since that time, especially for certain sectors such as technology or healthcare. The other big issue on my mind these days is the rise of remote work and whether remote-only jobs will be a more widespread, permanent feature of the compliance job market. If they are, what does that mean for compensation or other job considerations you might have? So joining me to talk about all that is Steve Harrison. He is a partner at Consellium Compliance Search and head of the compliance recruitment practice there. And Steve is also the one who spoke with me last May when we were definitely in a much worse situation. But uh, Steve, welcome back again. Thank you for joining us. Uh, How are you doing today?
1: Hi, Matt. Very well. Very well, thank you. And I've got some positive things to share, so I'm excited to, to get into it.
0: Well, that is wonderful news. And let me then jump into my first question is how would you describe the job market for compliance professionals these days? And I looked up our prior podcast in May, 2020, you described the situation then as frozen, although not collapsing. Uh, What has happened? What are your adjectives you want to use for these days? Uh, What's going on?
1: Yeah, so absolutely. So yeah, last year, Uh, We we didn't see a great deal of cancelled searches as such, but but pretty much everything was put on hold for a period of several months. Um, And where we're at now, um, the market has not only fully recovered, but we're we're actually experiencing the the busiest and best year that we've ever had as a a business. Mm -hmm. Um, We're we're only talking about specifically compliance hiring because that's what we do as as a firm. Um, but it's it's been it's been incredible. It's it's almost like it's a normal year plus all of the searches that were put on hold last year have come back as well. So um, incredibly buoyant, very busy and, and definitely back to being very candidate driven where there's a lack of a supply of, of good talented people for the for the number of openings.
0: Well, that is good to hear, although it does correspond with what I saw in the jobs report I publish every Friday. I know Several of the largest reports I have ever published over the five years I've been doing it. They all happened since roughly June or so of 2020 through today. And I don't know if that's just more people telling me or there's more happening out there, but it seems like there is a lot of action going on. Um, what percentage of the job openings that you're seeing or you're looking to place? Uh, how much are they remote work um, or are they temporary remote until a return to of the office? Are they permanent remote or what does that mixture look like right now?
1: Sure. So well, interestingly, we we just started a fully remote search this week. So the, a very recent example of, of that um, being, being out there and being a possibility. Mm-hmm. Um, I think generally, if I look at everything, say over the past 12 months, less than 10 percent have been companies who, uh, for the long term, are open to a to a remote employee. Yep. Everything else is either in the office or, or yet yeah, temporarily remote, um, waiting until people get back into their, into their offices. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and I um, and I think that the only direction things will go now that we see more opening up and more people being comfortable being in offices, probably back towards uh, a heavy emphasis on on in-office hiring. Okay.
0: Yeah, I was curious, um, and maybe you're starting to answer some of my next questions, but what you have heard from <laughs> compliance officer candidates, um, how many of them want fully remote work? Or are they pushing for some sort of more work from home than maybe you would have seen in 2019 or before? Uh, what uh, What do you hear from the candidate side?
1: Yeah, so I, I think there's, there's a perception that there are a lot more opportunities out there for candidates looking for fully remote work than, than there actually are, certainly in the, the, the part of the market that we capture as a business. Um, and I think um, generally people are, are most interested in flexibility and some kind of a hybrid arrangement. Um, I think a lot of people have enjoyed the, the opportunity to work from home and, and not have to commute to their offices every single day yeah. and want to hold on to that to some extent. Having said that, I talk to people all the time who tell me that they love to be in the office and are, are excited to be there. They're more, in some cases, they're you know, all the time. People just feel that they're more productive, um, you know, occasionally. But yeah, there is, a, as I said, there is a, a bit of a disparity
0: on how much demand for remote work there is versus
1: the actual amount out
0: there mm-hmm. um do you see that conversations about remote work or flexible work locations or whatnot is this a contentious issue if a candidate is negotiating with a company or are companies willing to say well yeah sure three days or two days or whatever like how are how are those conversations going
1: yeah sure so uh it, it's uh, a subject that we always dig into um in you know in certain depths without with our clients when they brief us on our searches mm-hmm. and we we always want to be transparent with the candidates that we talk to around what the what the client is is comfortable with um, don't necessarily expect them to change their mind even if you're the, the best candidate that they've ever met um that they they might just well have principles that they want to that they want to stick to um, and um and i think that as a rule of thumb if if the job ads that you're applying to states that it's a remote Position, then obviously you're you're good to go. If it doesn't, and if it gives a specific location, then most likely the, the the client is is not looking into flexibility on that on that subject.
0: And I was wondering how much the remote positions have an effect on salaries, because on in theory, I have heard that if you get a remote job in a low cost location, then the employer will say, great, we can pay this person less money. But at the same time, I can also see that if you are a remote employee, you could, in theory, work for anybody. And you've got a much larger pool of companies that potentially could seek your services and maybe that would push salaries up. And I I don't know if you have any read on what is happening there. Is it in one direction or the other? Do we not know? Um, what does it look like?
1: Yeah, so I, I think that the companies that are hiring do give thoughts to, well, maybe we could have a lower a lower salary, a lower wage if we hire someone in a, in a, a lower cost of living part of the, the US. So there are people that, that do explore that and look into it. Um, where they might find there's a hurdle though, as I said at the beginning of the, the call, is that there's just so much demand for the talent and not, not enough um, supply of, of talented people. And so inevitably that means that, that candidates have options potentially multiple offers and that that might well just drive the numbers back to to, you know to where we started so um so it, it it comes up and and i think that um companies that do have more flexibility yeah they have such a broader pool of people what is it like 370 million people or something like that in the in the u.s um versus if you're just looking to hire in a specific city metropolitan area you just you just shopping for what's local
0: yeah and you know this jars my mind that i also just want to raise my usual beef that compliance officer salary surveys or job websites or whatever they're all over the map on what a mean or average compliance professional salary is and in fact, we're recording this on Wednesday, July 14th, where just right now in all of the financial news this afternoon is more talk about inflation and you would think that might lead to higher salaries generally. Um, do, do you have any insight on what's going on with salaries? Do we, do we have an average? Are prices going up? Is this a uh, bidding war that candidates have a stronger hand or or what?
1: Yeah, so I, I'm on the same page as you on, there's the, the just not a lot of accurate data out there mm-hmm. um i um i believe that the scce uh salary survey might there might be a refresh to at, at some point this year i i think well, i'm not sure on that so yeah. it'd be interesting to see what they what they come up with uh and i would just say just generally the the you know the salaries are on are on the increase um candidates are very tuned into long-term incentives as well whether it be you know stock or, or equity or whatever plan you know is is on offer mm-hmm. compliance candidates are always interested to know um, more about about yeah you, know, you know the, the medium to long term incentives that, that come along as well um, and I just think that given the way that this year is going everything is just going to continue to be to be on the the increase and um, that's obviously great for anyone that works in in compliance not not so great
0: if you're looking to hire someone True enough. Um, let me ask two questions about job qualifications, uh, what skills or expertise are in high demand right now. And, and by that, I mean, say technical knowledge or legal expertise and what experience is useful and in demand right now, such as managing teams or building a, a program from scratch or maybe managing people remotely. I, I don't know, but, uh, either in terms of skills or experience, what uh, is the big draw?
1: Yeah, sure. So the generally a trend that we're seeing in terms of skill sets, privacy would would be probably top of top of the list. Yep. Um, as uh, I think everyone will be aware that you know there are um, a number of more regional and also national privacy laws and, and regulations. Companies that uh, are exposed to GDPR concerns as well. Again, that that's that's driven a lot of interest in finding candidates with with that skill set. And I think we now have a third state that has their own privacy law that's been signed in this year um, in Virginia. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that, that, that'll be the direction of a lot of things continue to go. Um, more generally on that point, um we we see the clients are always very specific about the kind of skill sets they're looking for depending on what what industry they're in especially if they're in a more highly regulated industry like finance or pharmaceuticals um and so people people do continue to really hone in on on finding a very specific kind of skill set when they're out there hiring especially at the more the more senior levels mm-hmm. um and then on the second part in terms of general experience that that people look for uh Top of that list is definitely people who have built or significantly improved compliance programs, or been been very much part of that. So um, there, there continue to be numerous new searches that come up where it's the the, the client's first ever compliance hire, um, and that's exactly what they're looking for. Someone to come in and do is to is to build out a, a program. So um, that's that's by far the the, the most sought after profile.
0: All right. In that case, Steve, that's all the time we have, but uh, you gave us a lot of ground to cover here and a lot to think about. So thank you very much for your time. Thank you, Matt. Good to, good to speak as always. And again, everybody, that was Steve Harrison, partner at Consellium Compliance Search, talking to us today about the compliance job market at the moment and how remote work is coloring some of the formula and how much demand is still going strong right now. So that is all for today. I'm Matt Kelly, editor of Gradical Compliance. Thank you all for listening, and I hope you'll join us again next time.